0: Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! This is Losing Money with Andrew Bascom, a podcast where we gamble on everything and anything. On this episode, we are talking about the Masters with Charlie Chalk, a tradition like any other. I'm your host, Andrew Bascom. Let's lose some money. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Welcome to another episode of Losing Money with Andrew Bascom," the 166th episode to be exact. We have so much to discuss, like the masters, and the many ways to lose money on it. But before we lose money on a tradition like any other, the azaleas in Augusta, Georgia, let's recap the ways that we lost money last episode. Okay, <clears throat> that, you know that's usually the premise... We didn't lose money. We didn't lose money again. I'm so sorry. I have failed you. I have failed you. We gave out a ton of ways to lose money on baseball with Charlie Chalk, but since those are all futures and we won't have much to bet on from there on out, I would say for our daily bets, check out at Losing LosingMoneyWIB on Twitter, on Instagram for our daily bets of ways that we are losing money on baseball. But unfortunately, with Charlie Chalk, all we gave out was futures. We're going to have to wait till, you know October to find out most of those. So like, let's hold on for a little bit. But the thing I can talk to you about from last episode is, of course, MMA. Again... The UFC has been good to us, only justifying why I talk about it so goddamn much. We went 3-0. Up big money. I am never going to stop betting on this. In the main events of the most recent UFC fight night, we have Chito Vera fighting Corey Sanhagen, uh, and we had Sanhagen to win minus 160, the fight to go the distance minus 125, and a little sprinkle on Sanhagen by decision at plus 135. They all won. That's plus three units and more, probably, and it feels like we can't lose right now on the UFC, so... Honestly, we have a whole episode devoted to UFC 287 uh, for, for uh, Pereira and Adesanya. I, I'm going to keep it away from the Masters episode because this podcast is about layers, baby. I'm telling you, week we could talk about the most elite, bougie thing of all time, the most secretive club in Augusta National where people, you know, uh, golfing, the most expensive sport. And then later this, this week, we're going to have the gambler on to be talking about UFC 287 and the many, many ways we're going to be losing money on it. And that's mostly about naked men slapping each other around exclusive golf club, naked men slapping each other around. We can lose money on both. Like I'm saying, it's about layers, okay? But also while we're here, we need to recap a little bit about NCAA March Madness. You know, I was saying a little bit about how we had a Yukon Huskies bet. If you've been listening to the podcast for a bit, we gave it around uh, conference time. Uh, plus 2,200 Yukon Huskies to win. Obviously they won. That is going to be one of the biggest bets we are ever going to give out to win on this podcast. So I'm, I'm almost downplaying it a little bit, but if you'd put 10 bucks on it, you would have won $220. And that's, uh, that would have been pretty Awesome if someone did that, wink, wink. We also had the uh, Yukon Huskies to win the West at plus 450. That's great because we lost the other three final four picks. So you still made money even if you only took the Yukon Huskies to win the West, which was our recommendation at plus 450. You'd still be up 0.5 units, which, hey, like my friend Warren Buffett says, can't go broke making a profit. So there you go. We won 0.5 units even if it was that. But if you had the plus 2200, I hope you're spending it in the right places, baby. And not only one place, because that is a hell of a bet. Um, We're going to go on to bet number one here, our many ways to lose money on the Masters, and eventually talk to Charlie Chalk right after this. Augusta National, and I feel like we say it every year, and it certainly can't always come to fruition, but we really mean it this time. This is going to be the best Masters ever. Well, okay, wait, except for uh, Saracen's shot heard around the world, that was a big one, and the, the Hogan-Sneed playoff, that was big. Nicholas in 86, obviously. Uh, Crenshaw crying, Faldo coming back to beat Norman because he's a son of a bitch, we don't like him. Uh, Phil's leap on 18th, that was fun when we liked him. And of course, anything that Tiger has ever done from his improbable win in 97 as a gifted 21-year-old to his even more improbable win in 2019 as a rebuilt 43-year-old. We had the technology, we had the money, we rebuilt him. All right, so maybe it's definitely not going to be the best Masters, That's a lot to live up to. Let's amend that original statement. This is going to be the most competitive Masters ever. That's pretty good, right? Sort of. I mean, like ever is a long time. And there's been plenty of competitive leaderboards at Augusta over the years. Okay, so let's take one more crack at this. Something to reflect how many world-class players are playing so well entering the year's first major. This is going to be the most competitive Masters at the top of the leaderboard amongst the game's best players. Boom! Nailed it. There you go. Welcome to Augusta National Golf Club. Uh, Let's lose some money. If nothing else, the 87th Masters Tournament stands to be one of the most intriguing additions we've ever witnessed, with so many elite echelon players competing at such a high level. Case in point, last year, there were 15 competitors with odds of 40 to 1 or shorter. This year, there are 22. Throw in 18 qualified players from Live Golf and more than 20% of the entire field, and that variance in potential outcomes could be greater than the most of the previous 86 events. Before we get into the picks, a few general thoughts to keep in mind as you make your selections this week. Number one. Augusta National is often described as a second-shot golf course. And for good reason. Iron play is of the utmost importance here, as evidenced by the last two winners. Two years ago, Hideki Matsuyama ranked fourth in the field on approach shots. Last year, Scotty Scheffler was sixth. And it's difficult to imagine a player being field average or even just a little bit better and still winning the tournament. Sure, you got to putt well, but you can't only putt well. Number two, everyone loves a long shot, right? That's When you start looking at plus 4,000, you're like, hell, oh, I could spend so much of that money. I'm sure you could. But they don't tend to cash tickets here. Over the past decade, according to the archives at GolfOdds.com, which is a godsend, winners have held the average of a pre-tournament odds of 27.1 to 1, with the longest odds being Matsuyama at 60 to 1. Yes, even Danny Willett had a shortened 50 to 1 by tournament week. And that doesn't mean there's another Charles Schwartzel. He was the last Masters winner at a triple-digit price in 2011. It doesn't mean it can not happen, but it does mean that it's unlikely to happen. And number three, other than that, don't blindly eliminate anyone based solely on specific variables. It used to be claimed that only experienced players could win here, but Scheffler won in his third master start, and Jordan Spieth in his second. And similarly, age is just a number, as well when Spieth won at 21. Woods was twice as old as that. You'll see a lot of people saying it's an elimination game in order to weed through potential contenders, but many of those so-called disqualifying data points have been largely disproven. And with that, let's lose some money on some picks here. All right. The number one pick that we're going to go with, and this is not surprising, it's going to be John Rahm. Unless we're talking about like a Tiger-like period of utter domination, the way, you, the way you answer this question of who is the best golfer in the world right now probably says more about us than them. John Rahm is the best golfer in the world right now. And he's looking to get another major from his 2021 US Open. There's a lot of reasons to like him. He's plus 900. Sorry, he's the third highest odds right now uh, behind McElroy and behind Scheffler. And so at plus 900, there's still odds that you kind of like there. There's, you know, I can throw stats here, you know, whatever. He ranks third in strokes, gained tee to green, fourth in approach, 17th around the green, 12th in the putting. And you guessed it, first in strokes gained total, which is just what we talked about up top. He has four top tens and nothing worse than a tie for 27th in six career master starts. Rom is everything we're looking for in a potential winner this week. Plus 900 feels like a good number and feels like one of those favorites where you don't feel kind of gross betting on. My second number, the second guy we're gonna go with, Patrick Cantley plus eighteen hundred. It is time to to donate to the church of Patrick Cantley. Where that's all it is. I feel like every time I ever talk about a goddamn major, I talk about Patrick Cantley because he strikes the ball so well, and it's pretty much like donating money. The government should give me a receipt for it because I'm never gonna win, but I put it down, going like, I feel good about that. This bet makes me feel better with no chance we win money on it. But here we go. Let me give you okay. Let me give you uh, all the numbers that make you feel really good about yourself. He's been nearly a full-stroke better per round than the field average in his last four starts, which includes two top fives, three top tens, and all four inside the top 20. <laughs> might, I, might I add, no wins there. The only trepidation here is that the Masters record leaves a bit to be desired. He's tied for ninth in 2019, served as his lone top 10 with finishes of 17th, missed cut, and 39th in the past three years. Patrick Kla plus 1,800. Donate your money. Set it on fire. Go give it to a homeless guy. Whatever you want to do here, that's, that's the exact same bet that we're going to put on... Patrick Cantlay. And my third bet, and I want to keep in mind I have four here, is uh, Sanjay M. Now we're talking plus 3,500, and I love it. All right. I feel like Sunjay has been building towards something big over the past year, especially recently. Tied for 21st at the All- Honor Palmer, tied for 6th at the Players, tied for 17th at the WGC match play, and already with a runner-up and a tie for 8th in Augusta in the past three years, he offers just like a slightly contrarian play against the big boys while still being a viable pick. I just, Sanjay M, plus 3,500. Come on. Twice on Sundays. Let's go. The last one is the longest shot. It's going to be Shane Lowry at plus 6,000. You know, I don't know. You know, we, we can take a look here. But prior to winning the Clare Jug in 2019, he posted a tied for 39th and three missed cuts in his four career starts. Okay, so that's kind of weird. He, three missed cuts, and then he wins the British Open. If we had sat there, and I told you during our British Open preview, which will be coming this summer sometime, I you had been like, well, that's crazy. You're just throwing your money away. Until you weren't. If his Iron Game, which was well below the field average that week, is up to his usual standards. There's no reason why Lowry can't contend here once again. And at plus 6,000, you feel pretty good about it. Also, if he has two good rounds Thursday, Friday, and you just want to cash out, that's also great. So there you go. Those are going to be our four one-and-done outright pitch winners. To find out who Charlie Chalk likes, let's invite him on, and we can start talking about top five, top tens, and top finishes. Now we welcome on Charlie Chalk to help us lose money on the Masters. Charlie Chalk, how you doing?
1: Andrew, good morning. Great week, great week. Oh, oh, it is, it is the Masters.
0: Oh, like unlike anything else, the the azaleas are in bloom. Here we go. We're ready to lose some money. Uh, Charlie, jeez, I thought what, we what just, just had Jim Nance on what? there for a second, talking oh, like that. I say, I'm just, hello, friends. I, you yes, know, we're time to it's time to lose money, friends. Uh, you know, true, truly, friend, friendship is bonded over the uh, the amount of money that you can lose together. So, Charlie, what what are you thinking about this tournament this year? You know, where are you leaning? Well, the, Andrew,
1: first of all, there, this is the biggest tournament of the year as far as as uh, golf goes, and and gambling on this tournament And every which way. There's more angles than mm-hmm. you can figure out, even try to. But, but let's just start um, with the course, and then we'll okay. and I'll give you some of uh, the better picks so that some of your listeners won't lose money um okay first of all okay. well, there's no well i know i know no, 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 no. there's weather yeah. is going to be an issue which is a big problem okay. there's going to be rain every day it's going to be cool that's kind of crummy but let's look at it this way hope for a monday finish Oh, wouldn't that be oh, great it's wow. monday it's a holiday we can just relax and watch it with not trying to chase down the end mba and the end of it and everything else yeah so, yeah so it basically, um, Augusta National is a second shot course, okay? Because oh, yes, I just was talking. Oh, about Oh, were you? There's no, there's, yeah. there's, there's no rough, so they can bomb the ball. So it's the guy who can hit the green. And so there's some pretty cool stats here. So second shot players who comes to mind? You've got obviously um, Rory's a great hitter. JT's yeah. a good yeah. hitter. No one's mm-hmm. better than Maracaua, which is very interesting on second yep. shots. He's mm-hmm. great iron player. And uh, a guy named Scheffler is uh, the best greens <laughs> in regs. So that's going to really yeah, make a difference. So, okay, let's, let's look at it. We're going to, we'll, we'll get rid of the favorites quickly. And okay. and I think I have, unfortunately, four guys starting with Scotty okay, Scheffler. Um,
0: fine by me. You know, oh, Scotty Scheffler, you're going that well, low. Eh?
1: He, he, I don't know why not. I don't know. I mean, I I let's go and I'm going to go to JT Thomas next. He's got bones okay. in the bag. He's, he's 20 mm-hmm. to 1, not bad. Murakawa, 25 to 1 and he can strike the ball. Then we got mm-hmm. Rory who's now got a new driver, new putter. That might yeah, help him. Yeah, who knows, yeah. who knows, but yeah. I'm telling you he's um he's been 7 out of the last 10 Masters. He's been in the top 10. So, he's not going away. He's not going away. There's no one who wants it more. And then we got our Canadian Connors at 45 to 1. Mm
0: -hmm. And again,
1: he might not win, but he's going to be there. He's going to be there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And especially talking about ball striking and, you know, like just second to none, he's incredible. Oh. So what was that? Like a couple of years ago where he won the Valero and then came to the Masters and played pretty well in the Masters too. So, you know, there is precedent for this.
1: I just, I, uh, as we all Canadians, we love our guys, but uh, I'm a, a nervous guy with him. I don't know. I'm glad he won. And <laughs> I, I just, uh, he's a quiet 45 to one bet, but uh, we'll, go, we'll yeah. go on. So let's look. Then we got your guy, I think, who you like, um, Tom mm. Hogue. Oh, yeah. At, Tom you know, Hogue. 100 to 1, and he's, again, he's the best ball striker when it comes to hitting greens. He's, he yeah. is a good play. Um, then we can, I'm looking at three top 10 picks that are not chalky, and I would take, again, Connors, Tom Kim, and Tom Hogue. And Tom, Tom
0: Kim, too. Okay. Right, okay yeah. So those
1: are my right. sort of top guys. I don't really think you're going to get long. We could make interesting bets with the top live players and things like that. But, um, <laughs> you know, uh, I, there's so many angles. Is Tiger going to make the cut? Uh, well, we, that's a big one. I see I see. we can get him in, um, in uh, one of the books at uh, plus 100, which is kind of encouraging. Yeah. But the yeah. only thing there is I'm watching him on the uh, range this morning and he's limping around still. And if it's wet and rainy and cold, they're going to pull him off the course. He's got to go back on. I just don't think his body can take it.
0: So I'm just gonna leave it alone. I just not I'm not sure. I'm a fan though. I'm a fan. I you know, okay, so that's it's funny you say that because I I could start here with some of my picks a little bit, but let's start from the back. Let's top top forty, a top forty bet for Tiger Woods. (laughs) Minus one thirty five. I minus one thirty five. Yeah. Top forty. Okay. So you're gonna ask the question anyway, so here's your answer. Yes, I do believe. Tiger Woods will make the cut this week. Uh, yes, I do. Last year, this uh, first official tournament starting over 500 days, he made the cut and finished uh, finished tied for 47th. Here, so that's another year older, and he can't practice nearly as much as he'd like. Okay, so that's bad. But he's also coming into week armed with more prep and more confidence than he's owned a year ago. A year ago, we were surprised he was walking. We we're surprised he had a leg still. Now he's been practicing on his home course a little bit, and we've all learned to say, say never say never when it comes to Tiger. You know, the uh, betting on a title, you know, that's that's silly. But a top 40. Play, ah, uh, whatever, whatever. You can't. You can do worse. Than and that.
1: do it because you know what? You're going to quietly be cheering for him anyways. So top forty exactly. is not asking too much. I agree.
0: T- totally, totally. Yeah, like, like I don't know. You're you're a very big counter better of yourself where you're like, well, I want this team to win, so I'm going to bet the other team, oh, and then I'm happy no matter what. Well, there you, you know, go. I just don't. And it
1: takes a, a lot to well, make me happy, so go for it
0: yeah well exactly then let it rip for Charlie yeah. Jack then alright so my top 30 pick I've got a top 10 and a top 5 okay. so we're going to keep going from there top 30 pick Siwoo Kim plus 150 for a top 30 um, I I think I, I don't know he's just he, 9 finishes of 39th or better in the last 10 starts including a Sony Open victory like 3 months ago uh, he's finished between twi- uh, 12th twice and 39th in each of his previous 5 editions at the Masters so this is a pretty solid course for this guy plus 150 top 30 Siwoo Kim okay then we're going to go to top 10, Tony Fino. Everyone likes Tony Fino and his large collection of family that he he, he brings around to everybody. Uh, in previous years, Piggy Finau in his top 10, any top 10, was the ultimate backhanded compliment for a player who kept coming close but can never win. But you know what? He's a solid, he's an incredibly solid golfer. He's still incredibly young and he just wants to, I, I don't know, he's a pr- he's really, really good. Um, in eight official starts this year, he hasn't finished better than tied for seventh, but he hasn't finished worse than tied for 24th. Well, that's that's saying something because he's, Done it eight times now. So a top 10, at 200 feels like good money for me.
1: Okay. I'm not on him. I'm not on. Finau's got no. a, and he's not as young as you think because he's had a large family and everything said. Um, <laughs> remember, he came out of big break. He like so 27? he's yeah. uh, not, he's not as young as you think, but that's said and done. Wait, he, he came off the big break? Yes. I didn't
0: know that really. The golf. That's right. Show? About what? 10 oh years my God. ago. Finau was oh, one wow. of the big, he could break a window.
1: So that's why I remember was, that. I remember go. that's
0: like the only part of big break. There I remember. go. Is them going no, Tony windows.
1: Finau yeah. came out of there. So that's a good bet for you. And you will lose money for those people too. Good going.
0: Okay. Well, there you yeah. go. So there you go. There's a guarantee. Uh, okay. My last one here for top five is Jordan Spieth plus three fifty for a top five. I, it's it's really tough to watch Jordan Spieth over the last couple of months and just not think that this is not all leading up towards Augusta. You know he he's one of the most he's one of the most games like creative players, which requires creativity, right? But there's a reason why he owns five top three finishes in nine career starts. Granted, only one of those has happened in the last four years. But Spieth repeated magic. It's just he has done really really well at Augusta. And if there's an issue, that it'll come within putting within ten feet. Well then that's, that's not good because he ranks 119th in putts made from four to eight feet. Holding just two-thirds over his opportunities, which is not good. I think Charlie does better than that one. But here's a prediction. If he continues to hover around that number this week, he'll finish outside the top 10. And if he gets up to 75%, which isn't, like, honestly a huge jump for him, he'll seriously contend. And that, and that's honestly all we need. So plus 350 for a top five for Jordan Spieth.
1: I like your t- your, your Spieth bet. I, I really do. Yeah. Uh, he, he's, he's got the short game. I mean, he's putting. If it, if it ever got hot, he wins this going away. Uh, top 10's a solid pick, in my opinion. Um, and you can't, he should have three green jackets by now. So, um, he, he, this is his tournament. And, um, I, I, I I like that pick. That's for sure.
0: Okay. You know, and I, I know you love this one. You absolutely love when I bet the first round leader. So I'm going to give you the one more. Okay. Uh, you love this. This is the first touchdown bet. First. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I'm all over it. I've got him. Justin
0: Rose, Justin Rose plus 5,500, 5,500. Now, You'd say, well, this is just such a stab in the dark. Andrew, you're throwing a dart here. No, I'm not. Two years ago, he cashed this ticket. His fourth career first-round leader at this tournament. Oh, wow. Fourth career. And in fact, Rose has held or shared the lead after eight Masters rounds, the most ever by a player who's never won a green jacket. Wow. So a winner, he won at Pebble Beach. He looks rejuvenated this year. I just 5,500 for a guy that's done it this much. Sure. Why not? Who the hell cares? Great I numbers. Say, I would also say great small numbers, bet, small bets, small great, bet, great yeah.
1: bet. Great. I might even look <laughs>
0: well, at that <laughs> and I can't stand first round, but anyway, you <laughs> can't stand it. <laughs> wow. That's great. Great, great. Bet. Uh, Charlie, you got it. Do you got any more losers first game? Well, I,
1: I, I don't see it. I, you know, I, I'm, this, no one knew has won. Uh, so first timers have won the tournament since 1979. There is not going to be anyone who's going to come out of nowhere. It won't be a live player. Um, you're gonna you're gonna get one of the horses here. And um, as I said, Maracala, JT, Rory, yeah, Speed. Yeah. And that's 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 it's gonna be a great tournament. But um they one of those will come out as your winner.
0: Well, there we go. Charlie Chuck, calling a shot there. Charlie, we're gonna recap your picks at the end of the show, but thank you so much for coming on, and we hope you have fun losing money. Enjoy the masters, Andrew. Okay, that's a lot of ways to lose money. Let's talk about it. I like John Rahm plus 900, Patrick Cantlay plus 1,800, Sanjay M plus 3,500, and Shane Lowry plus 6,000 to win the Masters. Now, they all can't win the Masters unless it was a hilariously large green jacket where everyone's in there like a a couple of toddlers in a trench coat trying to buy an R-rated movie ticket. That'd be fun. Think about that for a second. Yeah, that visual's funny. I like that. Okay, cool. I have Jordan Spieth, plus 350 for a top five. Tony Finau, plus 200 for a top 10. Siwoo Kim, plus 150 for top 30. Man, I really like that one. Tiger Woods, minus 175 for a top 40. <laughs> That's at the altar of Patrick Cantley, where I can just uh, bet on that and feel better about myself. And Jessa Rose, plus 5,500 for first round lead. Pfft. Every time I look at that, I'm like, yeah, I like that one. Charlie Chalk, he likes JT, Murakawa, and Rory, plus 750 uh, to win the tournament. That's a lot of ways to lose money. Got it. Let's have fun losing money on the Masters. And you don't have to miss us very much. We are going to be back this Friday to be talking about UFC 287 with The Gambler. Subscribe to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom wherever you enjoy podcasts. And please give a subscribe and a like to at moneyWIB on either Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok where we make free daily bets. Have fun losing money, and we'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!